Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. And this is Cindy Meyer, the publisher of the magazine. And I have um, been working with this magazine since, (laughs) it's not even working, I founded this magazine um, over 20 years ago. And we started off as a newsletter that was quarterly, and then we expanded into a magazine that was um, six times a year, and then we... um, expanded into 12 times a year. This was back in 2002. We started in St. Louis, and then uh, we um, went to Chicago and Kansas City. So right now, you can find the print magazine all through the Midwest, um, but we are also found online uh, at www.spiritseeker.com. And we have been um, online um, since 1998, which is pretty darn exciting. So that is the story of the magazine. The story of Cindy Meyer is that I have always been fascinated um, by anything to do with the mind, body, and spirit. And so I started the magazine, started um, a weekly email newsletter, and we started the radio show back in 2006. So we're celebrating 10 years of being on the air. And I just give thanks to our listeners. I give thanks to our readers. I apologize about the confusion tonight. Blog Talk uh, did everything they could to try and um, correct the problem with the phone line. But as we all know, technology, things happen. So um, if you have any friends or anyone who is trying to call in tonight and perhaps you gave them the number, please, please have them call um, 646-668-8256. Okay, so tonight um, my guest is Beatrix Quintana. And Beatrix has been a mentor and just someone that I totally admire, respect, and applaud. Um, She has been doing this work for a very long time, um, is a publisher of several books. She has audio tapes. She has um, a jewelry business. She just has so many things. Beatrix, are you there? Are you on the line with me? Okay, Beatrix is not here yet. She'll be here momentarily. (laughs) Um, and um, Beatrix and I have taught together and just, you know, she taught many, many classes where um, I developed my own um, site, so to speak, and Beatrix is the one who kind of nudged me out of my nest, and if it weren't for Beatrix, I don't know that I would be doing readings today, Um, and when she told me I had to take the next assignment from Spirit, I then had 70, uh, I'm sorry, I apologize that, um, 40 people the first night out that I read, and that was um, because Beatrix said you need to take the next call that comes in, and there you go. So the rest is history. Um, okay, so just until Beatrix gets here, I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about what's happening um, with Spirit Seeker Magazine. We are um, growing our email newsletter, and the reason we're doing that is Most of our young readers are online, and with the outreach that we're doing with national promotions and um, et cetera, our readership is is growing more online, and um, that is the name of publishing in 2016. So even though you can find the magazine in Chicago, Kansas City, and St. Louis, um, we are focusing on our new readership being online, and we are rewarding our readers in the following way. Um, If you join our email newsletter by sending an email to info at spiritseeker.com, we will do drawings each and every month, Um, and the drawings will be to give away books, CDs, DVDs. We get so many wonderful um, products from the people who are doing the work uh, here at Spirit Seeker, and we want to, in turn, gift Um, gift our people, our readers. And so when you sign up for that email newsletter, uh, you will get uh, notices of when the radio show is happening, when the magazine's online, and you'll get notices of all these other uh, wonderful events. So that is the name of the game. So tonight the format um, will be that 
Beatrix will be coming on, and then she will be sharing um, the astrology and um, moon cycles for tonight. I bet this is Blog Talk trying to communicate with me. Um, let's see if I have a note from them. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, like, they've done everything they can, these engineers, to get it to work. Uh I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. All right. So so I know several of you are here. Um, know that we will do as many readings as we can. But basically, Beatrix is going to come on. She's going to share the numerology. She is going to um, share the astrology. And the main thing is she is going to be sharing the moon manifesting cycles. We have exciting times. We've just gone through this huge moon. And, oh, here's Beatrix. I'm going to bring her on. Um, we've just gone through a, a huge shift with this new moon, and Beatrix will explain that. She'll explain everything that's happening in November. Um, and then, you know, uh, and you can ask questions at any time by pressing one star on your phone, and then I will bring you um, on to the air. So if you know you want a reading now, go ahead and push one pound. Okay, um, Beatrix, are you there? <laughs> I'm here. Very excited that we're back. To doing this show. I know. I have missed Very you. Exciting. And I know the listeners have. We, the switchboard just lit up. Everyone's getting the word with the new number. Yay. Okay. okay. Well, I just sent out a massive mailing. Oh, you're so, so sweet. Hopefully it Thank helps. you. Yeah, I mean, we were in the queue. The engineers were doing everything they could, but it just, it, I, I just said, okay, I, you know, we have to like switch it. So, so thank you for helping. Oh, my gosh. So, Beatrice, what do you think about our world right now? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, no, a lot and more next Tuesday. <laughs> I know oh we're off the air. I, I didn't even put us on. Nothing's on the air next week. We're skipping a week. It's election yeah, night. Yeah, I would so. say, because who knows? Yeah. Uh, so, who tell knows us, tell us what you happen. think, especially with this new moon that just happened in this election. I mean, it's all so interesting. <laughs> Uh, well, this new moon was in is in Scorpio, of course, which you know Scorpio always unearths all the hidden factors. So, um, with the new moon, you go deep into the the dark spots of the shadow self and find out what's um, inside there that needs to come out and be brought to the light so you can manifest. So, are you there? This moon um, absolutely, gosh, it was what, a day before the moon happened, we got, um, we got the information about, you know, Wiener's, Wiener's wife's laptop. I mean, hello. It's like so intense. So anyway, who who knows what the outcome of it's going to be? But I think that the up and down, the back and forth, the teeter tottering process between um, who's the worst person to become president instead of who's the best is um, is quite a an interesting twist to be living through, don't you? Oh, it's just, I mean, I have unfollowed so many people on Facebook because the, the um, I mean, it was bad eight years ago, okay? Eight years ago, I actually lost a brother over the election. I mean, not really, but, you know, we agreed to disagree and 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 are no longer Facebook friends. And so I now know how to unfollow people. I can still be friends oh, with them, but they're not. They're not in my news feed, okay? Because it was it was driving me crazy. And Yeah. You know, it takes a lot right now to stay positive. Well, that's our job as light workers to shine the light and to bring awareness to every situation. So the challenge with the judgmental people that got so narrow and so judged, you know, judgmental on each side of it you know, whichever side you were on, you were just fueling the fire to the side you were judging. And um, so I got really uh, concerned about that because as we kept swinging back and forth on the 
teeter-totter to see who could be the worst. You know, I, I actually was pretty much laughing at a lot of it until about two weeks ago. And then I went, oh, my God, we could be in a lot of trouble. I hadn't carried it to the next degree. Like, if this happens, what's this going to happen, you know? And we have, you know, Uranus is in Aries. Uranus is revolution. And Aries is the ruler of war. So you've got this whole Aries-Uranus process, you know, going on. And it's like, how is that going to affect how what is the outcome of that i mean we are obviously in a war a battle with the sexes you know a battle with who can be the worst who can be the most trustworthy the worst trustworthy i mean it's i just i'm going to be very interested to see how it all turns out but also very cautious because the the way tempers have um been flying it it you know i just don't want it to lead to a revolution you know it's interesting <clears throat> i do not know the lady's name but and i should but i it, i it went across my radar i recognized her she's an actress and she is a British actress, and she has dual citizenship, so she's between the States and, and Britain. And uh-huh. she said, you know, she said, this is what's happening. And, and, and uh, you know, if you have any other take on this, please share. But apparently with, Brec- with Brexit, the way yeah. that happened is that there was a faction who got really, really into um, – fear and they they had a big voice and people didn't totally understand it so they're like oh we don't need to go out and vote and she said she said the people of britain had no idea what would happen if brexit happened they just didn't quite understand and she said now we are in a terrible situation because scotland has pulled away ireland is uniting they didn't realize what was going to happen to them right right and they said that if the americans do not get out and vote the same thing's going to happen, and they're not going to understand what happened because, and that's the apathy. The young people, this is what I see. The young people were so hyped up, and listeners, we are going to get off the election, but this is part of this new moon in Scorpio we just had with the Uranus conjunction. It's like everything's being, like a, it's like there's a flashlight, and if you yeah. let the flashlight shine into the darkness, you can make huge leaps, but you have to be awake. Yeah. So I, I I think the apathy. Well, you have um, to get the I, judgment out of the way, and right. you know at least one thing is is that before this new thing with you know um, Wiener happened, <laughs> and it's just sort of funny because you know Scorpio rules the sexual part of us, and here's this Moon in Scorpio, and it's here we are back to the sex stuff again, and. With his sexting, and how is that going to affect Hillary? I have no idea. And so it's just, it's weird how it all comes forward. But this particular moon is all about shining the light on the jewel-toned lake. So as you shine the light on this jewel-toned lake what you get is a reflection. So all of that, this moon is to really look at what's being shined back to you through this reflection of the jewel in the lake. And what does that say about you? You And each person has to work on themselves in order for this process to heal. And we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be extremely interesting to see what happens on the day of, you know, next Tuesday. Right. Like, how many people do you know that are going to be um, not watching the TV? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think there will be a lot watching the TV. And, I don't know. But at any rate, so... So this new moon, let's just talk about in general, because we, listeners, we are still in this new moon. We're still yes. in the effects of it. 
So, Beatrix, how can we best, all of us on this call with you, and you know, all of us here together, we're one group mind, how can we best use this energy of this new moon to make changes in a positive direction in our lives? Well, the best way you can do it is to use the law of reflection, which is to understand <clears throat> that anything you judge, you are, you fear, or you lack. So if you do some homework on the reflective qualities that are occurring right now in the media, in your own personal life, and how all that, you know, comes forward, then you've got to be, um, then you can help with the collective. And the collective needs a lot of help. So the first thing you want to do is set the intention that, Everybody votes and set the intention that we all are willing to face the truth. So, and we won't know what that, and that the candidates that are in the race also can face the truth without too much revolution, you know, or war. But we really do have to look at, I feel very strongly, if how this is affecting each person individually and what you can learn from the judgments that you have of it. And the first question on any judgment is, you know, how am I this that I am judging? For example, you might judge somebody for being an alcoholic and then you go, well, I'm not an alcoholic, but maybe... I'm addicted to chocolate or food or cigarettes or, you know, coffee or sex or, you know, there's an addiction there. So then you say, well, what do I fear about this thing I'm judging? So generally we judge things that we're afraid of because we want to have an excuse to stay away from them. And so you would be doing that. And then the last one is, is what do I lack? So oftentimes we judge what we don't have. So the more you can pay attention to all that within your own self, the easier you can understand what's happening globally. But um, we have no idea what the conscious... I don't even know if the universe knows because one minute everybody's all yay Trump and the other minute everybody's yay Hillary. And they're going back and forth on a teeter-totter of, you know, basically who's the worst and or well, who's the best Well, let's not forget the, the FBI director. I mean, everybody's now all up in arms with the, on both sides with the FBI yes. director. Well, that had to happen. Something had to happen to put people in the center. Right. So oh. he actually is probably, even though it's just horrifying what he did, he is um, setting the pace for, you know, the idea of actually looking at things from a centric point of view or centrist point of view. So, yeah, that guy just blew me out of the water when he did that. I but think it's he was definitely. Was yeah. Go ahead. What, it, what I think that it did was it, there was a lot of whipped cream that needed to be. Um, swept off of uh, Trump's anger and the fact that this guy did that because there was definitely war drums beating the week before that happened and once that happened that then those war drums stopped you know and then Hillary went forward to defuse it and um Trump stopped talking about how the system was rigged and stopped um, the wardrooms. So I actually think that in the long haul, we might be happy that, not happy, but become more balanced based on what what happened with uh, the uh, that guy, whatever his name is. So, I know. I know, I know we have Wiener and we have the FBI director. It's like, right. well, yeah, I'm that's sorry. So it's, true. Just, it's just it's just kind of funny. And Beatrix, you called this from the start. You know, you said that, you know, when we when we think back, all of us, 
before we go to our next astrology for this month and moon manifesting. But when all yeah. of us think back to all of the people on the stage, I mean, think about all, I mean, all there were so many people on the stages, you know, more on the Republican side than the Democrat side. Oh, for side. sure. I know. It's just been such a process. Like and a long haul. I know. I know. Big, long haul. So, so I love what you said about what we judge you know, all of, the, you know, we have to look at ourselves because everyone is a reflection of us. And yes. from what I understand, okay, everything that you've said and just the different things, this particular new moon, because of the Mars-Uranus conjunction and everything else, we actually have extra superpowers in our life to make changes. We do have that as long as we're willing to look look at ourselves within ourselves rather than um, externally blaming. I think that's what the key is. Because Scorpio always asks us to be the alchemist. And if we look inside of ourselves and look at developing in that area, then we can open ourselves to the true alchemy of life where, you know, some magical thing can happen in the next seven days. So that's kind of something that I think. So I would start asking yourself how you can find within yourself the alchemy which will make a peaceful outcome come out of this situation. I mean, there's still some psychics out there in big major channels that say some dark horse is still on its way. Oh, I know. You said that from you know, the start, though, remember? You said I it, know. too. Yeah. And, I mean, some people are saying, oh, Obama's going to get another term because both of them are going to be thrown out the door on their ear. <laughs> <laughs> and I just That's laughed. And it, I mean, and then, you know, of course, Bernie Sanders, you know, is coming through strongly and trying to bring the young people back in. You know, please come back in, you know, and I don't know. But this whole thing is this. The, the the election is a reflection of our um, overall consciousness of our nation right now. And, you know, Brexit, a lot of people still don't understand what happened with Brexit. And what I, what I the main thing I want to say, if you don't understand Brexit, you're not going to understand our election because it's very similar to what's happening. Yeah. It really is. Well, and, all things have to change in this new world. So this is just one of them. You know, right. politics is changing, and um, the people that are involved right now are obviously been chosen by the universe to make that change happen rapidly. Yeah. And uh, it's it's definitely got people thinking. If they get past their judgment and they ask, "Why is this?" You know, what is this saying to me on a personal level? Instead of, you know, going external on it and becoming so judgmental, that's where the problem's been. Because if you get so judgmental, then you're being like Hillary or like Trump. One of the things that I did numerologically is I thought, you know, i got to look at every... In numerology, you look at what you're called. So everybody calls him Trump. So I did the numerology on Trump in the Tibetan formula He's a two nine eleven. Now, the two says that on a spiritual level, he's here to bring balance and harmony and integration to opposites. Okay, and you can see that he's trying at a desperate level to do that. But then on a mental level, he's a nine, which says that he's extremely sensitive and actually on some levels so sensitive that um, if that sensitivity wasn't there, he'd be a great humanitarian, but it gets his emotions get in the way. And then on the physical level, you have 11. Now, 11 in Tibetan numerology brings in, when it's in the first name, it brings in all the positive characteristics of all the numbers. When it's in the last name, it brings in all the negative in all the numbers. So the last name Trump in the physical brings in every aspect of negativity 
into the material world to be dealt with. And it requires a very evangelistic and or high level of spirituality to overcome it. So there's no mistake in the need to take the high road. So anyway, a couple of days later, I went, well, gee, that sure explains Trump. Now everybody's calling her Hillary, and her Hillary, the Hillary, is a 2911 also. So, but it's in the first name, not the last name. So she carries on the positive characteristics of the number two, which happens to be integration, balance, harmony, and then the mental, she's a nine, she's a true humanitarian, cares for the underdog, does whatever she can to bring them up to speed. And then on the physical, she's an 11, which is the positive characteristics of all things in existence. So they're both the same in opposite. One's light and one's dark. Isn't that amazing? Well, and one goes by his last name and one goes by the first name. I mean, that's what we exactly. Call. We go, I Trump, mean, and we go perfect. Hillary. It's like I know, and and then you know, you know, Trump's kid is Baron. <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry, I it's like that. That's classic. I figured. I figured. You know, and it's like it's just so interesting. All of it is very interesting, but I hope we'll be able to say that next week, and we won't be wrapped up in fear based on a war that might be happening or, you know, a revolution. So those are things to be concerned about. And um, just, uh, I'm trying, I don't, unfortunately, oh, here it is. I was looking for my cheat sheet on the astrology from my (laughs) moon book. Here's one right here. Let me look at these. The planets are very interesting because right now everything is paired up. You have man versus woman. You've got light versus dark. You've got um, wiener versus, you know, whoever. But anyway, so what you have on this particular moon is you have... Of course, the sun and moon always make a new moon. They're together at 7 degrees Scorpio. But you also have the Mercury in there, which is the planet of communication. So this moon has a message or some universal communication that needs to be brought out. Well, obviously, that's what's happening. Communication is emails. It is computers. It is the bringing out of something from the shadow. And then you have Saturn and Venus coupled, which means they're within a few degrees, of one degree of each other in Sagittarius. But Saturn is the, you know, the, the uh, teacher, the karmic lawmaker, the lesson. And he is connected with Venus, which is the exact opposite of the lesson. She's like, let's have fun and let's party. So you have, you know, the grandmaster versus the young, beautiful woman that wants to play and be happy and sing and dance. So they're creating a polarity. And then you have Mars and Pluto. And when those two get together, this whole configuration that's known as top dog happens. And so there's a race to who can outrule the other and who's going to become the alpha dog. And that's like being played out in the raw theater. I mean, you can see it every day on the TV. Okay, who's the alpha dog today? And then you go down to another coupling that's occurring, and that's the the south node connected to Neptune in Pisces, which is all about how can we, on a spiritual level, move beyond the past. So you've got this energy of what it is that we're clinging to in our past and what it is that we need to do to break free of that. 
So you've got these little polarities all over the chart for this new moon. Um, asking us to really blend, you know, with our egos, blend with the seriousness and the fun of life, blend with what needs to be communicated. The possible good thing that's occurring is that you have Jupiter in Libra, which Jupiter, of course, is the benefactor of all of life. And he's there in Libra, which is the diplomat. So some form of diplomacy can come forward and make all this work out. This is what we should pray for. Okay? So I'm glad I found my uh, found my chart. So, listeners, Beatrix creates a book every single year, and I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about this, and then we will do readings. Beatrix, tell us about your new moon book, um, new moon, full moon manifesting book. Oh my God, book. it's so fabulous! <laughs> it's, it's really, it's you know, we've been doing this for 19 years, so we're finally getting good at it. <laughs> but this year is a year of acceleration, is what's happening. Um, as we move into, to, it's a lot of people are already feeling it. You know that things are moving much faster. You know, remember when the Mayans, the Mayan ca- calendar information was running rapid on the airwaves. They were saying that everything was going to speed up because humans needed to get out of their mind and learn to trust the spirit. So they were going to make things go so fast there wasn't time to think. And we are here now. So um, the year of acceleration, it was kind of a fun little process that my graphic artist, Jennifer Masters, did. Was She was trying to think, how do we make acceleration into art? How do we turn that into an artistic point of view and I'm and then I go I'm sure we there's I'm sure there's probably no Buddha of acceleration <laughs> like we had the Buddha of generosity for this years and um you know or maybe even a goddess so she went she's a really good researcher so she went in inside the research areas and found the goddess of acceleration is Nike so here we have little Nike the goddess of acceleration and the goddess of victory. And so that's that's our theme. As you can see on the cover of the book, you'll see her flying through the sky with owl wings, you know, moving at a rapid pace. And then um, the acceleration goddess, Nike, became, as time went on, became the flying lady, which is on the grill of the Rolls Royce. So we have the flying ladies and Nike, you know, all coming together as icons for us for the year. So the whole, and then when I got into doing the astrology for the moon book and the calendar, I saw that there's a very different take on the void moons and a very different take on the retrogrades for the year, which open up a lot of doors for fast movement rather, you know, acceleration rather than stuckness and resistance. There will not be time next year to be resistant. You just can't do it. So it's no longer fashionable. Well, it's a 10-year. Yeah, Yeah. it's a 10-year. Yeah, it leaps you into a new dimension. Right. 10 years all about the future. So we're moving there. We've been waiting for a long time to get there. So I'm just thrilled with the energy and, you know, the year of acceleration, the joke's on me. We never got the moon book in the calendar out so early in 19 years. So we got it out before Halloween. We got it, you know, the the calendar was done in August. So Right. <laughs> I know. Wonderful. You sent me the sample and I went, what? Okay, the reason I'm mentioning this is this. We will not be back. Beatrix and I will be back on the air the first Tuesday in December. But you can order these calendars now, and I encourage you to just, you know, 
have the book. Yes, yes, have the book. And give them for gifts. And then you can, you know, get together with your friends. And, you know, um, you know, in St. Louis, I have a group. In California, you know, in Sanita's yeah. area, Beatrix has a group. But the point is, is this. The more we all stay connected and, um, and use the moon cycles and use the astrology and use all of the tools. And these books have the astrology of the day. They have the astrology of the month. They have the moon manifesting cycles. It teaches you how to create an altar. It teaches you how to take the light and go to your, you know, what needs to be, you know, brought up to the light. Oh, I know, all of it. So they make great gifts. And this year we have yoga in it. Oh, gosh, I didn't know this. Okay, I haven't seen the new book yet. I haven't sent you the book yet. You're getting one next week. Oh, how funny. So how are you doing yoga with us? Well, no, it came on because somebody who listened to your radio show called me because she needed a private session in how to work the moon book. I wish I could remember her name. Anyway, so we I enjoyed talking to her so much and we we did the um the you know, two thousand sixteen moon book a couple of months together so she could get a real grip on it. Anyway, so I started to explain something to her and she goes, oh, yeah, that's like teaching yoga. So anyway, I thought, geez, that's cool. And then about three days later, I'm writing in my journal, and my spirit guide comes in and says, and you will be adding yoga to your next year, you know, to the year of acceleration. That because is funny. Anyway, so what he said was that, People are going through so much change and so many recalibrations to be able to speed up to the acceleration. Their body, their physiology is going to need to be updated. And so he he said, you need a yoga position for every moon cycle, full moon and new moon. Well, anyway, it turns out that this wonderful girl volunteers in my... um at my workshops, she's a space keeper, and she's a yoga teacher. So I told her about it the next day. She wrote the whole, all 23 moons and the poses. And so then we had a, we took all the furniture out of my living room. We made it into a yoga room, and she did all the positions. And it's all in the book. <laughs> and it's like so See, this, amazing. This is- yeah, this is listening at the highest level. I mean, this is what happens. Okay. Oh, my God, Beatrice, this is fabulous. All right, so here's the deal. Um, there are seven of you that have said, yes, I want a reading, but there are many more that have not said they want a reading. So all you have to do, if you want a reading, we're going to go to readings, just push one pound or one star, either way, doesn't matter. You're going to get, it's the one, and then uh-huh. the thing after it. Um, so we're going to start, and the first one is someone who has Skyped in, so um, I am, you're going to hear me. You, you're you showing, okay, here you are. You're showing 1111, and Hi. now you hear us, right? Oh, good, you're there. Okay, so the way this will work is we're going to do as many readings as possible. So we do ask that you limit it to one question. Um, and then Beatrix and I will tag in, and you never know. It may, you know, Beatrix reads the tarot, but she also listens and has all of her guides and angels and teachers. I have my guides, angels, teachers all tuning in. Your guides, angels, teachers, (laughs) they're all here. So we will read as many as we can, and here we go. So if you would say your your first name, what part of the country. Yeah, Yeah, what part of the country and your first name and your question. My first name is Trish. I'm calling from New York. And my hi, question Trish. Is, hi. My question is, I'm in the middle of a business dispute um, with a contractor, and I'm wondering how it will be resolved. Okay, let's look at that. Okay, let's see here. So for you with this business thing, this is like an old battle. It's been around for a couple of lifetimes. Well, that's what it shows up. So I would say that your mind is definitely preoccupied with this, and it's very important for you to know that you have the ability to change this whole situation so it's in your favor. Okay. okay. The key 
factor. You have the high priestess here and the queen of swords. And what I'm feeling like that I need to say to you is to not doubt yourself. Okay, does that make sense to you? Well, I'm, I mean, I I don't doubt myself. I've been very um, conciliatory and very, you know, offered a very um, a compromise, and the other side has been extremely the opposite. I have I have an attorney who is always about settling and not fighting, and mm-hmm. just keeps running up against um, a wall. So he promotes self doubt, right? No, he he promotes you know trying mm-hmm. to save me money and you know by by finding a solution rather than a court. Well, you're the boss, and I think that you need to remember that because you have a lot of power here, and there's no reason for you. I mean, the high priestess is like the highest energy you could have, and the high priestess always knows the answer. So when you get challenged, you need to say exactly what's on your mind. No, we need to do it this way and hold your own. Right. You also have Kuan Yin here, and this is where I think the confusion is. (laughs) Right, right. It's exactly the same. So it's, it's a matter of compassion, but you have compassion for yourself first, and then you extend out. And and this yeah. is the hardest part. People who are always wanting to reconcile and mediate and meet in the middle and you know you know you have to remember that you have to start with yourself. And once you feel, um, first of all, you know your lawyer is an outside authority, but your lawyer is getting paid by you. So you're going to have to take this a little notch above, and maybe compromising is since it's not working, then you maybe say, okay, you you have your higher self talk to the higher self of this contractor you know you may just totally skip all of these other pieces and just go your higher self to that higher self the lawyers kind of get knocked out of the arena and all of a sudden that that guy is saying or guy or girl whoever the contractor is saying to their lawyer look i just want this to go away do whatever it takes Mm-hmm. So okay. when our higher self talks to the higher self of the person where there's a dispute or any kind of, um, you know, just conflict, it can be, you know, this other person can learn, you can learn, both of you have attracted the experience so that you can, like, raise the bar in your own life and be done with this lesson. Okay. So does See, that make I sense? I feel like there's an offer that's going to be made to you that you will like. Right. And I feel like it's it going to go in your favor. Win. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you see it happening before the end of the year? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I do. It wouldn't yeah. show up yeah. if it didn't. It can if be it, really fast, but right hard. now there's a rope. There's a tug-of-war going back and forth, yes. back and forth. And the minute the rope is dropped and you raise the bar and you have your higher self talk to his higher self and say, look, we've done this before. This isn't the first time. Mm-hmm. We both have attracted this so that we can heal it and get on with it. And this is New Moon and Scorpio, by the way. This is the way New Moon and Scorpio yeah. works. It's like, what, the way I've been doing it hasn't worked. Okay, how do I need to do it? Just show me. Okay, I'll change it. That's Scorpio transformation. Change or die. Right. That was the whole yeah. message of this whole year, change or be changed. So yeah, you've got a great true. opportunity. And, and, and Trish, thank you for calling in because all of us listening, myself included, you know, I've had a few little tug-of-rope things lately, and I'm like, oh. Why did I get this in my life again? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're helping us all. So just drop the rope, drop the and raise the bar. And my sense is this could be resolved very quickly. Great, yeah. thank you so much. Okay, thanks just for remember in. you're healing two lifetimes. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, okay. and it'll come back okay. in your favor, and you will like it. Once okay. you like it, go for it. Okay, thanks so much. Okay. All right, so um, we are now going to go to 314 you're live on the air. Your first name, your, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Hi, Cindy, it's Annie calling from the Midwest. Hi. Okay. Hi. Okay. Um, I'm wanting to know if I'm going to be traveling soon, and if so, when and where. Okay. Hi. Okay. The energy around you, Annie, traveling. Wow. I would say it's very soon. And I feel either you're going to be traveling with a major loved one and or 
this trip gets you to a major loved one. Oh. Yeah, you you have very total Pele energy. You know, it's Pele, the awakening, fire, just explosive activity. And this is a good thing, you know. And it's also you're being reminded of before when you traveled. There's some kind of old energy being brought in with the new energy. And, um, yeah, so it's soon, but it's going to be different because you're different. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And do you have any idea where? I feel like there's going to be a two destinations on this trip. The first one is to get you to this place of total bliss and happiness where you will, it's, and you'll be going west. Okay, and that's where you're going to find this amazing, happy, blissful relationship. And then there's going to be a second location that will come up after that that relationship has gotten gelled in. And because where you meet this guy or person, you will be, there will be such a remarkable alchemy between the two of you, you'll want to do something together. So that, like, will make the world a better place. So I feel that the second place you go will be determined by what you and this person you meet want to do to set the world on fire, so to speak. Okay? And I feel that will be more, it's interesting, more towards the north or the east. I think it's going to be the Middle East. It feels international. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Yeah, could be. Right, but it's definitely going to be Middle East when, you know, Spain or Middle East. And I know Spain's not exactly in the Middle East, but I heard Spain. And then it was like, no, no, it's Middle East. So, but it feels like it has a Spanish influence. So I'm not mm. sure. But but definitely it's going to be um, the way Beatrix explained it first. And then that will gel. So it's like two trips. Even though you asked about one, you're going to be traveling in two two parts. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Two okay. Parts. All right. So, Way to go, girl. Uh, yeah, you're, you're manifesting <laughs> really well exciting. next year. Acceleration. Woohoo! Yes, acceleration. <laughs> I'm manifesting what next year? Acceleration. acceleration. Ah, okay. Everything. Awesome. Okay. So thanks for calling. It was good to hear your voice. Thanks. Okay. Nice okay. to talk with you again. Okay. Woohoo! Great. Okay, so we have gone from New York to the Midwest, and we are now going to 858-204. 858-204, are you there? That sounds hey, like California. Hey, Beatrix, it's Ricky in San Diego. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> Good for you. What's your question, honey? Well, when I was leaving class, you said something about, oh, when I mentioned that, I was Aquarius with Gemini rising, so I would Mm -hmm. like to know more about what that means. Well, what that means is that you are a definite communicator. (laughs) Okay, you've got a lot of bright ideas, and um, you know exactly how to get them out. So I had no idea that you were double trouble like that. So (laughs) in the communication world, you are set up with some extremely fabulous tools, a very bright mind, a very good um, awareness on how to get your message out, and um, how to connect with people in a community way that allows for everybody to have a wonderful life together. So I feel very good about those combinations for you. Oh, good, because when you said double yeah. trouble, I wasn't sure. Well, well your Aquarius is, Aquarius <laughs> and your Gemini are both air signs, and Aquarius is I know, and and Gemini is I think, ruled by Mercury. So your whole thing, you know, Sonia Choquette, I, 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 I used to be a little bit annoyed with her. I, I love her, but, 
that I used to be annoyed with her deal with, you know, bringing your guitar player and having us do all these things in the middle of her talk. And I'm like, what is she doing? And then I got it. She's changing the energy. And so she was, she, uh, I'll never forget this. There was like 600, 700 people in this room. And she said, okay, I want all the water signs to stand up. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to demonstrate how water sign dances. And so, you know, water sign kind of flows, you know. And then she put, she put an earth sign and they're kind of like, but you can see they're not really moving too much. And then she put an air sign and their whole heads are bobbing because it's all mental. And so your whole thing with Aquarius is I know, and then the Gemini, I think, and you really do. And, and, and Aquarius is the humanitarian aspect and the Gemini is just quickly making, you know, synopsis judgment, you know, you know, yeah. They're, and they're communicating. Getting getting the news out. Right. Beatrix says, you're right. She always tells me my rising sign is, is, is Gemini, but it's really Taurus. But I have so much Gemini in my chart that people, and I talk so quickly. So that's one of the things of a Gemini. And so I pull cards for you, my dear. And what you got, Ricky, is Bridget, don't back down. You, you're like, you're going to stand up for what you think is right because that's that humanitarian thing. And then you've got to watch your thoughts because you're Gemini. That's what Beatrix means by double trouble. You're like so fast with your mind that then you have to remember to go into your heart sometimes, too. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so true. She does move fast. She does. I mean, this girl wrote a whole, a whole three-act fabulous play where she was. She's the star, and it's a whole story of her life, and it's a musical. It has songs she wrote she sings she dances she tells her life story and it's total gemini aquarius fabulous so advanced by watching it (laughs) so now that's double trouble i mean she like and she wrote the damn thing in the summer and put it on at the end of summer in the local theater here so yes double trouble that is like you are amazing you are amazing Thank you, dear. Okay, well, okay. thank you for calling in. All right. Lots of love, All honey. Thank you. Oh, and you wanted to know what my favorite sign is. It's Leo. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, she, thank you, Ricky, the... <laughs> from California. Uh, I didn't know you love Leos. That's funny. Well, no, it's funny because the kids, there's a whole group of the students that were at the Moon Book party the other night. And I walked in, and they were all asking what was my favorite sign, and I couldn't answer. When I woke up in the morning, I realized my favorite sign is Leo, because I love to be around Leo people. They're so fun. Right, right. And they're full of love. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So all right. What... Well, we are... My mom was a Leo, by the way. My mom and stepfather, both August 10th Leos. Funny. Oh, good. All right, so we're going to go to St. Louis, it looks like, but I don't know if you're in St. Louis. We're going to 314-435. Are you there? Yes. Okay. What, and your first what's your name? question? <laughs> My name is, is uh, yeah. okay. Hi, Cindy, this is Lila. <laughs> what is, what okay. is your name? Could you say it for it's, me, too? Sure. Waiva. Waiva. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think this is the first time I've gotten to talk to you, Beatrix, online. I've called in Bug Cindy before. But I Good. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so what's your question, question is, sweetie? I, I really love that you guys went over the moon, because that's kind of what's happening on steroids in my life right now, mm. the life and the upheaval and the change. Mm. And I... You know, I get little messages through numbers, and every time I turn around, I see three fives, and I know it's getting ready to happen. Yeah. So I am. Um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I I have a, a – I work downtown, and I'm thinking about moving. Well, turns out, long story long, I have to move oh. within 30 days. Wow. And um, that's faster than I really wanted to, but I um, – I saw a couple places, and there's one I really like, but it's pretty nice, and I'm worried that I won't be able to be accepted there. Um, just mm. not socially, but accepted. Just, oh, at, at financially? No, I'm not. You would be able I, to get the place. Yeah, just with my with my credit history and whatever, you know, I I 
I could afford to live there, but it's it's the nicest place I would have ever lived. So I'm just kind of nervous. It's time for an advancement. See, I have the chariot card here, which is a card that deals with movement. And it's actually a card of acceleration. And it definitely means that you are going... You could claim victory on that house right away. It, I feel like it's yours because I actually pulled the chariot, which is victory, and it's a yes, it's right side up, and the queen of wands. So you're in a position right now where you can pretty much bippity-bappity-boo, and it's yours. So I would say you have the magic to give that to yourself. Yeah, you have the set your sights higher card increasing your standards, asking for oh, more, good. expecting more, and you have High Priestess card. I mean, come on. <gasps> that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That so there you go. The I... Oh, yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just been like one thing after another, and I was like, okay, come on, y'all. <laughs> but, You're so and funny. It's happening so fast that it sort of has made me uh, – yeah, I'm usually more like, okay, what do I want? What do I want to manifest? And it's been like, you know, off my game, basically. So, um, Well, see, the one thing about acceleration, it's all about moving so fast that you don't give yourself, you don't have to think about it. So yeah. that's what you got to do is accept the fact that it's speed, full speed ahead, that it's yours. So go yeah. for it, girl. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the cards are in your favor, and just believe it, and it will be true. Yeah. All right. Well, thank okay. you very much. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. That was very sweet. Okay. All right. We are going to go to 314-359. 314-359. And I guess I better click on your microphone. Okay. Are you there? I am. Hi, it's Kat. Cindy, how are you? Oh, it's who? Kat from St. Louis. Oh, great. Okay, great. Okay, and what is your uh, question this evening? Hi, Beatrix. Hi, My honey. question is, hi, I have been um, on this kind of this um, major change roller coaster for the last mm. 12 to 15 years. And <laughs> I, just the last five years, I feel like this, there's something big going to happen. And so I was wondering if you could put some clarity on that for me. Okay, let's look. The energy of something, what's happening for Pat? Whoa. It's actually Kat. Okay. Oh, Kat, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. Well, you definitely have swift movement around you. You have a lot of encouragement moving you to go forward. A lot of enthusiastic energy in your space and you are moving into a highly creative time period and yes what's going to change is your ability to create and manifest from your creative being into allowing yourself to um, take on a new form of success through your creative power that's what I see for you Mm, thank you yeah, and, you know, you have, it's interesting, you have the soulmate relationship card here, and you have undying love card. And it's, uh. it's interesting, it's showing that your foot is in one part saying that the love you have shared is eternal regardless of the situation, but there's a whole part of you that is, it's like you're between two worlds, Cat. And so to yeah. pull these two cards, one is saying, Okay, maybe something is complete, and or maybe you need to reconceive what you have. So it's showing, though, that there's a um, there's a I don't want to use the word discontent, but there's a total recalibration coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, Thanks so much for calling. I see in. that oh. love too that she's talking about. Okay. So. Yeah, know. there's a shift I'm, here, and it's, and it's going to be totally different. Are you taking any art classes or anything like that? Music. Pardon me? Are you taking any musical classes, art classes, <laughs> things that would advance your creativity? Um, actually, I am going through a an advanced class in um, neuro-linguistic programming. 
Oh, so good. There's a lot of creativity there that's going on. So, yes, and I am a musician. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I just see, like, some amazing things happening to you around that. Thank okay. you. All right, well, good luck, and thanks for calling in. Okay, so listeners, um, it is the, we are completing the show. It's hard to believe, but an hour has zoomed by. So um, you mm. can go to Beatrix.com, B-E-A-T-R-E-X.com, and you can find the moon book. You can find when Beatrix is teaching your moon classes. If you can't attend, she has um, a download of that that's available for purchase next day. And um, CindyMeyer.com, SpiritSecret.com, we will be back in two weeks. Please let your friends know. Join our email list, info at SpiritSecret.com, and, you know, then we'll let you know about everything that's happening. Thank you so much, Beatrix. This is fabulous. I have missed you. And um, just thank you so much for this devotion. I love it. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Okay. Good night, everyone. Lots of love, Cindy. Okay. To you, too, Beatrix. Okay. Good night.